RX Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out. All right, and we're on again, uh, says the studio director. You know, hey, I'm also following instructions here. Don't judge me. Welcome back to the show. It's Hear Me Out with Daniel Omara on RX Radio. And uh, we are going through the events on the, of the week. And uh, I, I think I've addressed the, the depressing part of it personally. I prefer to start with the shooting and attempted assassination so I could get it out of the way. Because uh, personally, it was a bit stressful for me as well. Um, just to reiterate something we talked about before on the issue of people being funny about things happening in the world. A lot of people will argue that comedians do this for a living. Yes, true. We do. <laughs> I do. Uh, the, the, the difference is we get paid for it. So it hurts a little less when you're forced to joke about something hurtful if you're getting some money out of it. That's why we comfortably talk about our breakups and how broke we were and how, you know, sometimes you don't have morning wood and you think you're dying. Like all these things, we find the humor in the serious stuff, but we are paid to do it. And believe it or not, money isn't everything, but woo, it's a damn good thing to have. It helps alleviate a lot of problems. So if you're doing it for free, if you're being funny about the political situation for free, I hope deep down you're also getting help for real because we as comics also need help. We we talk to people, we get counseling, we have to go to family because at some point you have to deal with the issue for what it is and not just be humorous all the time. This is something you guys don't know. We are funny mostly on stage. We are funny mostly on stage. In real life, we try to be as serious as possible. Unless we are negotiating with people or, you know, trying to get gigs or trying to pick up chicks. Uh, damn it. There's very few situations where we are actually that serious. But we try. We try. At the end of the day, we do try. So take care of yourselves, guys. You know, monitor your mental health, right? As you laugh about these things, remember, uh, the parts that are not funny stay in your mind. So talk to someone, see a counselor or get a dog. Whatever comforts you, whatever works for you. So we were talking about border borders before I went into that brief front. I just felt the need to get it out of the way. I was talking about border borders sleeping with their clients. 12% of border borders are, you know, sleeping with their clients in exchange for rides. <laughs> okay, they're riding for... It, 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 it's a butter trade of rides and riding, pretty much. I, I had something for this. I don't know why I forgot it. I'll tell you when it comes back to me. But yeah, that is the situation. And uh, Makere University that did the survey and the research... I have put it in the context of HIV and uh, why it is a big deal, you know. And I'm thinking HIV can't be the first thing you're thinking of when people are having live chow. Actually, it, it could be, but mine is babies mostly. I'm more concerned about having babies because, look, with, with, with AIDS, you can be sick and die alone. With, with babies, anything that's happening means you're, you're dying with someone. Basically, you have to take care of someone. It's, it's more than you. It's someone else's life. So kids freak me the hell out. I love them when they're not mine. But I had to talk about how border borders do not benefit from this at all. Why it actually doesn't favor them. So the thing about pussy is it's beneficial to the person it's attached to. Mostly. Unless you're a pimp and you have control of the people it's attached to. And by attached to, I mean physically, not emotionally or what. Because I don't think any of you is charging your girlfriends for sex. I, are you? Goodness. If, if, look, if you're raising your hand, first of all, you have a problem. Secondly, she should end it with you. What I'm saying is, the border guy doesn't benefit because um, it's, it's not him. He's the one making the financial losses. I don't know how to phrase this politely. Um, bikes are powered by fossil fuel, not vaginal fluids. 
there. I said it. It, it is what it is. We put it out there. So if you're a border guy and you're trading rides for sex, I think you're operating at a loss because there's all these costs that you have to cater to. You understand? Uh, you have to buy fuel. You have to buy oil. You have to buy lubricant. It's weird how all these things somehow work as far as sex is concerned. And if anything, you are actually operating at a bigger loss because now the food you would be using to ride the bike has been blown on like two rounds of a chow. Which brings me to my next point. If you are going to be, you know, smashing your client, um, can you at least set a price per round? Set a compromise. You, you, you can't just be saying, oh, okay, I will take you wherever you want to go and then I get to smash. Yes, do you also get to smash whenever you want? Like the trade-off has to be equivalent of what you're getting. Archimedes principle. The amount of water displaced is equal to the weight of the object that is displacing it. Weight over mass, I don't know. One of those. But it has to be a fair balance. So there is no way you can tell me you got two rounds of chow, which lasted about uh, 20 minutes on average, as exchange payment for a trip that was worth 40000 Basically, you, you took her from Kampala to Bombo and back. Look, I know a place uh, on industrial area where you can get two round chow at 7K. I plus an extra 3k for condoms don't ask me this is research I don't do this stuff I have to go through this stuff for the sake of you people don't, don't look at me like that in the control room don't judge me what I'm trying to say is you have to be mathematical and strategic about this thing you know do, do the maths it's like when I found out prostitutes in Mbarara were charging like 5k per round I was so disappointed Yes, I was genuinely disappointed. I'm like, wait, if, if you're in Barra, you can charge way more. I mean, lubrication is literally one of the benefits. And I don't mean like, no, not even lubrication. Refreshment is one of the benefits. Yes, because people are all there talking about, ooh, the, the water, the water. The water is part of the package. You know, you need some of this water. And the, the water is there. But, okay, so if on the bed you're dropping a whole two liters of water per round, right? But you're charging 5K per round. Do you know how expensive, you know, drinks are nowadays? Like for you to put all that fluid back into your body, it's 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 going to cost you at least one five for a five hundred ml soda. Now multiply that by four. You don't even get your fourth soda. I think you should charge more. You should be tactical. You should include water on the bill. You say, okay, yes, yeah, this is the amount I'm charging for the sex, but I am going to charge a little extra for rehydration because, you guys, dehydration is a real thing. That's why they say drink water and mind your business. All this stuff is really, really important. So to the border guys, I say employ the same formula. You need to have a red card of sorts. You understand? Like uh, for um, a trip from Naguru, uh, let's say Naguru Carnival, Tinder is an average of 3k that will get you a BJ you know like from Tinder to about Chirudu Hospital that's about what um, 10 13k that that, that, that that will be a, like a sweet 5 minute round or you know if, 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 if we are riding to Bombo and it's about 40k you know that is 3 rounds plus 4 play you get F from her not from you so we, we need to be tactical about this because the border guys honestly you're operating at a loss and this is not me hating i have to give props to the women who have also figured out a way to you know, to pay off their transport bills you know, to 
to ride the border guy. I mean, it, it is now mutual. I have to give props to you too. You know how to use your stuff. I am not going to judge you. Hey, look, it's attached to you. It might as well help you get something. It can't just be seated there, especially with the struggle we've been through COVID. Personally, I am against these things. Normally, I don't condone them, but I mean, I'm not going to dictate what people do to survive. The hassle is on you. What I can help is give you financial advice on how to make sure you maximize on whatever it is you're using to get what it is you want. And on that note, I would like to say thank you all for coming to my TED Talk. And uh, yeah, one day you will thank me for this advice. But we're still on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Do not go anywhere, you know. There's still lots of tips to give. I still have to talk about a whole list of things. You know, Katumba, Oyez, Dreadlocks, uh, Salim Saleh's bank account getting hacked. Do, do not laugh or smile at that one. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. Be nicer. The arrest of lots of about 42 gay people and being charged with the spread of infectious diseases. Like, yeah, that's the first thing. And the second COVID wave that we are still going on with, um, you know, we are still considering as a country at uh, Sevo's address that, you know, could have been a sticky knot, pretty much. All that and more coming on the show. Hear me out with Daniel O'Mara. Keep it RX. Keep it RX.